0: Sister, so you have a sister. Hello and welcome to another episode of that So Random, A Random Movie Podcast. I'm Heath Lambert. You're right, Darth Vader. We do have a sister. Chris Lambert is here, in person, for the first time ever. Yes, I'm excited. Your 11th, yeah, this will be number 11 for Yeah. you. your first time in the room and we also have a sister shannon lambert is here also for the first time ever (laughs) (laughs) in a number of ways
1: yes i'm here
0: unfortunately you're here to talk about (laughs) (laughs) seven days away which all right let me let me go into some stuff here this is episode 41 i believe this is my sixth christian film counting last week's pseudo christian <laughs> film and as matters which was
2: eh, yeah. scarcely
0: a christian film but it counts which the percentages on that just seem crazy to me what's that like one eighth yeah I, I well i think i mean streaming services are what
3: these christian movies were designed for or vice versa they're designed for just audiences that are going to randomly find them because i mean they're not going in. A lot of theaters. There's no more video stores. Mm-hmm. This is what they're there for.
1: <laughs> I feel like you should be coming up with way more horror movies. When you've been getting those two, yes, but way more horror movies than Christian movies.
0: Well, yeah, she's like C and D grade horror movies. I get, and I have, I've had a ton of those, and that I understand because there's
1: a billion. sixty thousand
0: of them on Tubi alone. Like I get it, but I don't have any of the Christian streaming services. Yeah, right. I didn't know that there were this many on Amazon. and They're sneaky. You know. yeah.
1: they, sn- they sneak in there.
0: Because there's a, look, and I've said this before and I'll say it again. I have no intention of this being a Christian movie podcast. <laughs> there's already one of those. It's called <laughs> God Awful Movies. It's way better than my show. Go listen to it. They've done nearly 300 episodes of this bullshit. <sighs> and yet, strangely, only one of the Christian movies that I have done, Saving Grace, is the only one that has they've also done. So I have managed to find five Christian movies that the Christian movie guys haven't even found yet. Wow. I also realized I've, I've only got I've had two movies that How Did This Get Made have also done.
3: Yeah. Scales
0: hmm. Mermaids are real. I think they did. And then The Visitor they just did, which we had done before them, actually. But anyway, I just, woof. <laughs> yeah, seven days away from 2013. I, I think I've made it pretty clear on this show that I don't believe in God, but... When I saw that this movie is only an hour and eighteen minutes long, I was converted.
2: <laughs> well,
0: perhaps there is a Justin-loving God if this movie is under an hour and twenty. For me, it felt
3: so much longer, like it didn't feel like an hour and eighteen minutes. It, but that's just because of my process when it comes to this stuff. Because I will, I'll watch a couple minutes, pause it, write a note, play again, and you know, repeat. Until I get to the end of the movie, and as I was telling Shannon before we got started, this film has like 900 scenes. There, it's made up of 10 second to 30 second scenes. I timed mm-hmm. it; the longest film and the first, or front, longest scene in the first half of the film is two and a half minutes long. It's just these scenes of the main character meeting someone, talking to them for 30 seconds, and then the scene is over, and he goes and meets somebody else and talks to them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> It's so just all over the place. Like, it just...
0: And even once he is stationary (laughs) because he's been kidnapped, (laughs) it's still cutting back and forth to what's Pastor Sean doing? What's Daniel doing? What's Yuvia doing? Yuvia,
1: (laughs) that name. Oh.
0: (laughs) So, the director and star, if you want to use either (laughs) of those terms, of this movie, Josiah David Warren. Look, I'm sure he's a lovely man. The little research he did looks like he has a lovely wife and some lovely children. And hashtag blessed to him for being able to make money being terrible at something when I can't make money being good at things. He's That's the American way. He's figured it out good for him. But, and look, he's like, at least when this was made, he's like 22, 24 years old. He's directing movies. Good for you, man. You have no zero business being in front of the camera. No. Oh. This man graduated from the I don't know what to do with my hands school of acting, <laughs> because eighty percent of his lines of dialogue are either preceded or followed by him touching his own face.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He'll rub his mouth. He'll like rub his like for like he doesn't know how to emote, <laughs> so he's like I have to do some kind of physical business or else I'm just a dead fish laying here in wrapping paper. So it he's is. constantly touching his own face and like.
3: And I noticed he starts most of his scenes being just, like, super weepy. Yeah. He's just He's just always... Uh, uh, he's yeah. always got... it.
0: Well, look, he's been through some trauma, but... Uh,
3: no, I mean... But he's before, got his head in his hands.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, like, literally, one of my notes is he literally always looks like he's in pain. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what's going on. Before and after the, you know, incident... He just always looks like he's in pain.
0: Well, life is pain, princess. Anyone (laughs) who tells you differently is trying to sell you something. (laughs) So he plays Clayton, and he plays his dead dad's guitar. Father died on a mission trip, which we get no details about. I want some, though. Like, was he one of those assholes who, like, went into the Amazon and was like, oh, cool, do you have food for us? No, I have Bibles. Great, we'll eat you then. (laughs) And he's, like, eaten by cannibals, Mm because fuck you. (laughs) I want that story. No, I guess he went to Mexico and in some indeterminate way, died. Yeah. yeah.
3: And the the entire exposition for the film is summed up in, I wrote it down, six lines. It's that, it's a real quick scene. They just, oh, I miss dad. Yeah, me too. That was his favorite song that you were just playing. He died on a missions trip. And that's, that's the scene.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Which, I mean, I guess is all you need, but it's just whatever happened to him would be more interesting than anything else that happened in this movie. So <laughs> give me that instead. <laughs> Do you see what she's making for. I don't. Maybe they're vegetarians. I don't know. <laughs> but the dinner she is making is mixed vegetables, like vegetable medley,
2: mm-hmm.
0: chopped up broccoli, and salad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> there's no protein, there's no anything else. So may, maybe they're vegetarians. I don't know. But it seemed like a. A lot of like you already have mixed vegetables, and then you're chopping broccoli on top of that. Like, well, I I do remember
3: as kids, mom and dad always talking about how expensive meat was. So maybe it wasn't in the budget for the movie. (laughs) I don't know.
0: (laughs) Bullshit, because she has three hundred thousand dollars in the bank.
3: (laughs) No, no, the movie. I mean, to film the movie. Oh, they couldn't afford to buy meat. meat.
0: That could be
1: because I believe it. Because looking at the camera work.
0: (laughs) Well, they afforded to wreck two cars. Ugh. Or else they just no. waited. No. They were listening to the police band radio waiting <laughs> to hear of a car crash and ran there with the camera crew yeah. to catch an actual like car crash. No, I
3: actually aftermath. have in my notes for that scene that it it honestly looks like like footage from a car crash that they just spliced into the movie. <laughs> and and okay. so does the funeral. Yeah. Cause no one at the funeral
1: is in the movie. Yeah. Wrote, They're all just random people. I wrote down please. Don't let this be a real funeral. I'm, I'm pretty Except sure it was. Crashed. I
0: don't know that they could afford to stage a funeral. The casket right. alone would be yeah. the entire budget. I didn't even think of that. They might have crashed a funeral.
1: Yeah, like
0: I'm pretty I, sure
3: that whatever church was backing this film had a funeral that yeah. they had filmed. Wow. And they were just like, we can put this in the movie.
0: That's outrageous. Mm-hmm. Clayton is, we will learn very quickly and constantly, <laughs> uh, a very annoying person. <laughs> He's driving somewhere. He comes across an ethically diverse group of hoodlums who are <laughs> leaning against the fence drinking beer in broad daylight, mm-hmm. like you do in Denver, Colorado.
3: Yeah, and we know that they're hoodlums because one of them has a backwards hat and the other one has sunglasses.
0: Yeah, it's two Mexicans and a black guy, so... <laughs> What would you think? He pulls up, and he's like, hey, like, I don't, why are you stopping to talk to these people at all, first off? They're not your friends. Well, because the... he pulls up, he rolls the window down, he's like, hey, guys. And he's like, oh, hey, church boy. So he is known throughout <laughs> this town as church boy. That's not good. Well, he, he calls the
3: one guy Joe, so he, he, they were at least acquainted. But I think like he thinks that they're friends, and Joe is just like, no, dude, go away.
0: Which seems to be the theme, mm-hmm. yeah. because his friend Daniel—maybe yeah. not his
3: friend so much. Yeah, no. I honestly suspected just because of the way he acts around everyone at the when at the beginning of the trip. I I thought maybe they were just taking him to Mexico to drop him off and <laughs> yeah. then go back like a, home, like an unwanted puppy
2: <laughs> that just yeah, gonna yeah. leave him on
0: the side of the road. Yeah. So and he invites this guy to. He's like, "Hey, I'm going to church tomorrow. If you want to come," and the guy's like, "No." <laughs> Which is the correct response to a virtual stranger inviting you to their church. Mm. He goes to visit Pastor Sean. And yeah, like you were saying, it's quick scenes. He's like, hey, Daniel's going to Mexico, right? I might go too. Okay, bye. And then we see him at the gym with Daniel running. And they're like, that was a great game, huh? What game? Yeah, do you play baseball? Yeah. I have, you play football? I have that what do, you in do here
3: too that we, he they kind of try to build him up as being this athlete who's really good at Bull some shit. sport, but they never tell us <laughs> what sport. We never see him play a game, although twice in the movie they talk about they just came from a game that he yep. played
0: well he is seen with a football at one
3: point sitting on the sofa <laughs> yeah.
0: kissing making out with a football
3: yeah. but,
1: <laughs> but then later he's at some kind of field but is it baseball field it looks like a baseball field to yeah. me
3: yeah but it looked like he was just going for a walk because he was wearing like a leather jacket and jeans Yeah. and his girlfriend comes up and tries to assassinate Excuse him with me. an app not his girlfriend, <laughs> not, his girlfriend. <laughs> not his girlfriend I'm sorry you're right you're right we'll
0: get into it <laughs> Because I have a lot of questions about this, you yeah. girl. Yes.
3: Well That's the first of many scenes where she attempts to assassinate him with apples yes. for some reason we don't know.
0: So I'm assuming <laughs> th- these are high school kids, right? Yeah, I guess they yeah. could be college kids. No, they, they never say They just say, yeah, oh, she... did you get out of school? Yeah, the teachers are fine with me going on this trip.
3: Yeah, yeah. He, they do talk about graduation, but I don't know if that's
0: high school or college graduation.
1: I, don't know, I feel like it's assumed it's supposed to be high school. Yeah.
0: I would assume. But, well, then that, there is no way that Daniel, who is clearly not, and and also in real life, nine years older than this man, (laughs) and looks every minute of it, go to the same high school. No. Absolutely not. But yeah, I I was going
3: to say that in that scene where he he comes and talks to the youth minister, it was half an hour later before I knew that was the youth minister because they don't tell you who he is. He's just some guy working on an engine. Yep. And they talk about a mission strip, but you don't know who this guy is. They never, he never calls him by name. He never says, Pastor. Nothing. And then the scene's over. And yeah, like 20 minutes later, they tell you that that's a youth pastor.
0: Mm-hmm. So he's driving back from those scenes. And his car breaks down pretty hilariously. Because it says, like, the subtitles <laughs> say, like, gears not getting. Like, he can't <laughs> ship gears. But he's just gunning it. Like, yeah. he keeps just hitting the gas. Rah, rah, and nothing's happening. Which is not. The, I
1: don't know. <laughs> the sound effects in this movie. Are cartoonish. Yeah,
3: his car sounds like a chainsaw. I... Yeah.
1: <laughs> and like they have to add all the sounds whenever people are dialing on the phone, and it just it's ridiculous. Yeah, there's some
0: phone issues in this one. <laughs> they're,
1: they're, <laughs> yes.
0: So he's standing next to his car that stopped running, and the DUI boys pull up next to him. I don't know why they were standing at that fence before. It looked I assume they were walking around town, mm-hmm. but they have a car. And they're like, hey, you want to ride? And he has to think about it for a second. And he's like, yeah, I guess so. And then he gets in the car. Now, you cannot, you are not allowed to be surprised that they are drinking in the car. Because when they pull up to you, the guy's arm is hanging out of the window with a beer bottle in his hand. Oh, yeah. It was so
1: pointed. Like, it was, yeah.
0: But then he's in the backseat. And he's like, "Whoa, well, you guys are drinking and driving. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> and he says, nothing's going to happen to us today. And immediately, and by immediately, I mean point eight seconds later oh god look out and they crash and it goes into like slow-mo for a second (laughs) yeah and then we see this footage of like two real cars that have clearly had a real head-on collision someone's bloody arm is hanging out of the window Mm -hmm. so i hope to god that it's not (laughs) i hope they just found two junked cars and like parked them by each other i don't know the the cop looked
3: pretty natural it looked like it looked (laughs) like footage of a like from the news just with the scroll at the bottom taken off oh,
0: that's bad news. of
3: of a car crash.
0: So Clayton is the only survivor of this wreck, and he is super guilt-ridden about a thing he did not do. No. And is lucky to have survived. What he should be is angry. I almost died because you idiots were drinking. Another car, a truck with somebody in it, is dead because you idiots were drinking. And I'm mad at myself because I shouldn't have gotten in that car in the first place. But he's not mad. He's very sad. <laughs> Cripplingly sad. One could say, you know what else is really sad, according to the mom? That funeral.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> because we cut to their house, and you, you hear her voiceover as we're looking to outside their house, and she says, that funeral was really sad.
3: And that, that funeral we clearly weren't at in any yeah. of the footage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and also, as opposed to all of the joyous funerals that we go to all yeah. <laughs> the time. Well, see, and that's, that's yeah, and another... You, there's no way you were invited to that funeral. Yeah. No. <laughs> Like, maybe Clayton would go, but, like, did you tag along with... Like, I don't understand. And this scene is a, is
3: a good example of why I wrote in my notes that this, this, this movie is made up of 10-second scenes written by a screenwriting bot. Because the dialogue... I, I, I know we've seen this many times on this podcast, is, but the dialogue in this movie is not things anyone would ever say. Uh-huh. They're not human sentences.
0: A lot of the time. Grease-stricken Clayton is lying in bed where this grown-ass man... Who earlier in the film was like, you don't have to make, like, mom's like, dinner's ready. And he's like, I'm a grown-up, you know. And now he's lying in bed, and she is spoon-feeding him a bowl of applesauce or pudding, I'm not sure. But as if he were a tiny baby bird.
1: Yeah, when yeah. they first switched scenes, I thought he, like, hurt his arms or something. Because she's feeding him. And then he starts moving, and I'm like, what? What?
3: Yeah, I fully expected them to pan down he would be in at least two or three casts <laughs> But no, he he sits up and pulls his legs up to his chest. Is like rubbing his hands through his hair and his face.
0: perfectly he's physically fine. Them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else in this car accident, including the guy in the back seat next to him, was killed. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a mark on him.
1: He's a good boy who doesn't drink.
0: But That's his mom he was spared. is spared. Yeah. So his mom's feeding him. There's this girl who we've never seen before who's also sitting on the bed. I don't even know if she says anything in this scene. But there's just this girl his age hanging out. One would assume it's his girlfriend. I did.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: A rational person would. Because <laughs> why else is she here? <laughs> it's not, though. He's now doubling down. He was already an annoying, proselytizing... Proselytizing? I can talk. <laughs> Twerp to everyone he meets who won't shut up. And now he's like, oh, now I'm, I'm super dedicated to this. Those guys, I didn't get- I should have told those guys about God, but they were annoyed with me, like everyone is, so I didn't. So now, everyone has to hear about God from me.
1: Yeah, because that's why he felt so guilty, because they obviously went to hell.
3: Clearly. But, I mean, that's obviously not true, because he clearly had talked to them about God a lot. Mm -hmm. And that's why they didn't want to talk to him.
1: That's why he was church
3: boy. (laughs) So he clearly tried, and they just, they were like, nah, dude, it's not for me. So... You just got nothing to feel guilty about, mm-hmm. even in his own weird, twisted
0: religious beliefs. Because you, you tried. Uber, that's the thing with <laughs> Uber Christians. It's not yeah. enough that this is what gets me through the day. Right. It has to be yes. for everyone. Right. And it's my job to save them. Like, it's really not, though. Then we, from that, we hard cut to him having a. B- mental breakdown on this scooter uh,
1: on <laughs> his bike oh his, my god it's like a moped <laughs> little
0: blue moped and yeah. he's he's like he has he, we don't see him pull over but he's like pulled over to the side of the road in the middle of a collapse where he's just his head in his hands i can't do this god i can't do this what you mean drive a moped around <laughs> looking, like a, looking like a weenie in town don't worry dude nobody likes you anyway
3: and he keeps talking about why did god why did you take them
0: God didn't take them. They were driving drunk. They were idiots.
3: They took themselves.
0: Well, and that opens the door to what is going to be a crucial element, especially of this film, but of Christian movies in general. And it's the question, it's come up a lot on this podcast, the question of evil. It's the thing Christians cannot get around. And they have no answer for, not a reasonable. Because if you say, there's a God who loves us. And then you say, okay, why do babies get cancer? And they go, ooh, uh, and their head explodes. Because their answer is either going to be, well, it's part of God's plan, in which case your God is a dickhead and no one should pay attention to him, or there's no God. Those are the only two options, which is why they have no answer to that question. And this movie will ask that question many times oh, and so not answer so many times. Yeah. So, yes, now we have Clayton is walking by this ballpark and an apple comes flying into frame of in him and he catches it. And we look over, and it's this girl who, apparently her name is Yuvia.
3: L-L-U-V-I-A. Yeah, and I didn't catch that till the end. I had written in my notes, Olivia, because that's what
0: I thought he said. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And that's a normal name. (laughs) But nope. And this is apparently her thing. Every time she sees him, she chucks apples at him. To the point that there's a scene later where she has pockets full of apples (laughs) to throw at him.
1: And it's not just when he's around. Because I was looking for it. (laughs) Later on, when it's just his mom and her sitting at the table, there's an apple sitting in front of her. And I was like, is this a whole, like, Eve sim... Like, I was trying to find purpose in this movie. I was. I was like, is it an Eve symbolism? What is happening?
2: You're
0: cute.
1: I'm like, what (laughs) is going on? Why the apples? Why? Like, they're
0: just... Why? Well, either she's so in love with apples that, like... She's eating them all the time, and she has to carry them out in her person. <laughs> or when she showed up to his mom's house, she was throwing apples at mom too. And we didn't
2: see it.
3: <laughs> she brought one along just in case he had gotten back from Mexico.
0: But it's supposed to be this cutesy thing that she does, like a quir- I don't know, but, but
1: that's that's annoying.
3: And it makes even less in this 10-second scene because he walks. She walks up. She throws the apple at him, and basically. That's the entire scene. She goes, okay,
0: I gotta go, and leaves. And he's by himself again. Oh, it's amazing. Because she throws an apple at him and he goes, oh, hey, Yuvia, what are you doing here? Nothing, bye. And she walks out of France. That's almost word for word what happened. Are oh, you kidding me right now? <laughs> what is this scene? It's just to introduce this apple thing.
3: Her assassination attempt failed, and she had to <laughs> come up with another plan. But then she didn't, because she stuck no, she with it does. next time. She doubled
0: down on that apple <laughs> idea. Then we have another scene with them. Where they're standing in front of a school building. Maybe they are in college. I don't know. It almost looks like a campus kind of place. But he's talking with Daniel. And she walks up. And Daniel's like, oh, so you love birds later. I don't know where he got that from. Because the conversation that ensues is she's like, oh, I'm thinking about my future. And he's like, oh, yeah, you'd have a good future. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to marry you one day. And he's like, me, but we're friends. Hold a fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> they're not even going out. <laughs> they're not dating. They're just friends, and she has decided (laughs) we're going to get married. And she's not the only one with weird ideas about marriage in this movie, we'll come to (laughs) find. You could have knocked me over with a feather when I found out that they're not even dating. I know. She's just this friend of his who throws apples at him and is going to marry him.
3: And this is also the other scene where his friend is like, good job on the field today. And I wrote in my notes, I was like, what field? What game? What was he playing?
0: So now he decides... He's Daniel's going to Mexico, and we don't get any details on this, and there seems we'll learn there's been a grave miscommunication mis- mis- about what this trip is for. But Daniel's going to Mexico, so Clayton's going to go with him. It's his mission trip. He's going to go to Mexico. I mean, there seem to be plenty of people in Denver, Colorado you haven't annoyed yet, but <laughs> I guess spread the wealth. <laughs> so he's decided, he tells his mom, and she's like, okay, you got to do what you got to do. Like, you know your dad died in Mexico, right? And he's like, I'm not going to die in Mexico. <laughs> So yeah, so he breaks his mom, he's gonna go, and then we're driving into Mexico, it's Clayton and Daniel, Daniel's driving, which I've, I feel is important, and we'll get to it. And there's Jennifer and Ben in the backseat, who are just two other friends of Daniel's who don't really seem to know Clayton very well. No. And cue the not-quite-Santana featuring Rob Thomas, like,
2: <laughs> oh yeah, it's
0: just a note-off-enough that they don't get their balls suit off, <laughs> but it's, it's smooth by Santana and yeah. Rob Thomas. Like,
1: And then the all these shots, and I wrote, boy, are we in Mexico. <laughs> yeah,
0: we sure are. <laughs> and not even like Tijuana. They've gone to Palomas, which I guess, I don't know geographically where that is. But it doesn't seem like the hotspot destination. In fact, later on, Daniel's like, I knew this was the place where people got kidnapped, but I went there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? There's a lot of Mexico you could go to. <laughs> is it just the closest to Denver? I don't know.
3: <laughs> and that's, that's a thing that became an issue for me later on, because people just hop in their car and pop down to Mexico three or four times from Colorado. Yeah. Like they live in
0: California or something. I mean, it's closer than, say, Minnesota. Right. But, I mean, there's still, a you know, there's still customs and a border and all of that to <laughs> deal with. So now there's a discussion in the car as they're driving into Mexico about whether this is a fun trip or a mission trip, and why didn't you discuss this beforehand? Because Dana's like, Hey man, just chill out. We're we're just here to have fun. Like we're in Mexico, man. We're like young, dumb, full of calm. Let's go. (laughs) And he's like, right, but this is a mission trip, right? Like I'm totally gonna like save a bunch of people. And Diana's like, oh my
3: god, dude. I seriously think he was the only one who thought it was a mission trip.
0: Clearly, (laughs)
1: this is where I thought I missed something. Right. Because I was like, wait, why is there so much confusion on Clayton's part as to why they're here? Like, did they not discuss the days that they're going to be in another country?
0: Right, yeah, they're planning on being seven days away in Mexico.
1: And they didn't discuss why they're going to oh, be I'm there? sure they
0: did, and he didn't listen because he's a douchebag. <laughs> I'm sure he was like, this is going to be cool. We're all going to be running around with Bibles, right? And Daniel's like, no, I mean, we're probably going to like go to the bar and stuff. He's like, right, but missions, though.
1: <laughs> the and missionary bar, ju- right? But like, Daniel
0: finally just went, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, why do you even want to bring this guy then? You know he's a killjoy. Yeah, that's the biggest mystery to me, was why did they invite him? Which he asks himself numerous times. (laughs) And asks, he's like, God, why did I even bring you? Good question, bro. I don't know. Seems like a bad idea. It's the least fun person you know. (laughs) God. So they get to their hotel, or motel, I guess. And there's some Mexican crooks sitting in their car, eyeballing these teenagers, and the discussion that they're having amounts to because the one because Jennifer's like this like this good looking blonde girl and the one guy's like ooh I'm gonna kidnap her <laughs> and the other guy's like basically what amounts is like you already have a sex captive you don't need another one <laughs> and he's like yeah but she cries all the time yeah she's a sex captive <laughs> they don't do cartwheels buddy <laughs> but and he's like don't even don't even worry about that we should kidnap someone for money. Okay, great plan. Then kidnap Daniel, because he's the one you see driving the car. <laughs> why would you think that Clayton is the rich boy?
2: Right. Yeah. He was
0: the passenger. So you're either going to kidnap the hot girl. You're not going to kidnap the ethically questionable guy who might be from here, as mm-hmm. far as you know, because that guy looks like he might be a sanic Anyway, Ben, why wouldn't you kidnap the guy who's driving? It's his car. Yeah.
3: Well, I, honestly... I do think it's because they managed to find him by himself
0: because he alienated everyone else. <laughs> That's true. And he was did really walking home alone. on his own back. Now, oh, this guy, he wouldn't have made it home from Mexico if he came with me. I'm telling you what. I'm not a violent person, but I would knock this dude's teeth out on a number of occasions. Because they get in the room, and Ben and Jen are like, cool, we're going to our room. And he loses his goddamn mind. He's like, "What? Well, they're sharing a room. And Daniel's like, yeah, man, we're in Mexico. We're here to have fun. They're like boyfriend and girlfriend. And he's like, the Bible has a very clear stance on fornication. Yeah, I, <laughs> Hey, I, man, here's a clue. Don't say the word fornication if you I, ever want friends.
1: I wrote that quote down because it so was so absurd. <laughs> and Who he, talks like that?
0: And he storms out of
3: the room and out of the building because he's so angry that they are sharing a
0: room. Yeah, this he guy. wanders off and Daniel, good for him, I guess. It's following him out, like, where are you going, man? You're just going to wander off into Mexico. Like, we're going to go to the bar and have fun. Can't you come? And he's like, no, I'm good, man. I'm going to go to church. (laughs) You came all the way to Mexico to go to church, where they don't (laughs) even speak your language. You're not even going to hear the sermon. I mean, there's some cool dancing and stuff going on. It's a sight to see. Cooler than your church in Denver, I'm sure.
3: But. Well, before we even get to that scene, we get to. He goes to the church, and it's like during the day, so it's empty. And sits down and starts praying for, he's praying for Mexico, he says. And we get flashbacks to things that didn't happen. Because they went from the, the the hotel office to their room, to the discussion about <laughs> sharing a room and him storming off. And then we see him flashing back to, like, people walking up to him and, like, begging for money. Oh, yeah. And people walking up to the blonde girl and begging for money, which he wasn't there to see.
0: Because he left the group. Yeah. And she like throws change at him like, ugh disgusting Mexicans. Get away from me.
3: How can he flash back to something he wasn't there for?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I thought maybe it was like showing us what's happening while he's in church. But it's tinted a different color, like flashbacks are, you know. It's all like like, the other flashbacks in the movie are as well. Oh man. Yeah, and here's where yeah, Daniel says, I don't know why I brought you. I agree. (laughs) Like And then we meet Pastor Jose, who I swear to you. Is Mean Gene Okerlund? <laughs> does he not look he exactly does. like Mean Gene Okerlund? And she a... might not know who that is. No, <laughs> he was an old WWF announcer. Oh. trust uh, me, he looks
3: exactly <laughs> like that guy. And it's a fantastic scene because he walks in and says, "Hi," and the and Clayton says, "Are you the pastor?" And he says, "Yes." And
0: that's the end of the scene. Yes, I am. Pastor it cuts Jose. away. Done.
3: <laughs> yes, I am the pastor. End of scene.
0: Who we won't see again, except when we'll see when he drags everyone to church. We see Jose up, like giving Mm -hmm. the sermon or whatever, but we don't hear any of it. This man has zero more speaking lines in the film. So I'm glad we met him. (laughs) I actually am, though, because I could not believe how much he looked like Minji. (laughs) (laughs) He comes back to the hotel room. Daniel and Jen and Ben are sitting in their room, having some cold ones, like you do, and he loses his goddamn mind again. And here's where somebody's getting punched. Yeah. Again, I'm not a violent person. But when you are grabbing a beer bottle out of my hand, grabbing my grabbing me by the elbow, and forcibly dragging me out of my hotel room, you, you're you getting buried in the desert. <laughs> like, are you kidding me right now? What a piece of shit you are. Yeah, he pulls him out of the room says, we are going to church, and smashes the
3: guy's beer on the ground. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But he's <laughs> physically assaulting these people he's dragging them out of the hotel room that they paid for drinking beer that they paid for and look here's where we kind of see the inner motivation of like because now just the very idea of drinking is synonymous with death because mm-hmm. he's like this is how you want to live your lives drinking all the time and jennifer's like yeah i do actually <laughs> <laughs> like i like my life just fine but even if you don't like i you know I don't think people should be alcoholic, but these aren't alcoholics. They're just kids having fun in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not drowning in their own puke. They, like, they just started drinking. Like, and, mellow the fuck out, man. And to blow your mind even further,
3: when she says, yeah, I I like my life, he yells in her face, no, you don't.
0: Yeah. Like, he knows that Yes, it. I do. <laughs> but he's super <laughs> traumatized about drinking in general. But still, then, then go wandering off again and leave these people alone. Like, the balls on you, the sheer gall the cheek and audacity to drag these people forcibly out of their hotel room to make them go to church like oh no but they humor him enough that they go to church with him and then they're all standing around rolling their eyes like oh god we could be back at the hotel drinking and again he's like okay let's get on with the missions right and they're like
2: no (laughs) (laughs) that's not why we're here
0: oh man yeah so they leave him at church he's walking back to the hotel by himself at night And he gets nabbed. These crooks pull up and grab him at gunpoint, throw him in the back seat. Man, are they going to learn they kidnapped the wrong guy? (laughs) I I wrote here, (sighs) I I
3: figure after ten minutes of him judging them, they'll call it off and kick him out of the car.
0: Yeah, we'll take you back to your hotel. Please just (laughs) shut the fuck up. (laughs) So we cut to he is in a ramshackle sort of building out in the desert pointedly not tied to a pole he's leaning against a pole his feet are tied with rope his hands are tied with twine that i promise you a child couldn't get out of in fact later on jumping ahead a little bit spoiler alert when victoria comes in and rescues him she gets this twine off his hands in 0.7 seconds and he (laughs) spends days rubbing it on the pole on a nail trying to get this (laughs) twine off of his hands are you a baby why can't you get this off but he's not tied to the pole. No. He could get this off and run away at any time. And you don't have to worry about being guarded, because the girls that have been kidnapped are running off into the desert constantly. <laughs> Meanwhile, and here's what I wish. I wish so fervently that we cut away to a scene of the secular kids just having the time of their lives in Mexico <laughs> now that he's gone. Like ringside at a luchador show. <laughs> like... <laughs> And because at this... you're the one being punished by God right now, not them. They're right. having a ball. <laughs> yeah.
3: At this point in my notes, from here on out almost completely, all of my scene descriptions start with the words cut to and end with the phrase, next! Because I found myself physically doing that <laughs> in my room, sitting on my bed. After every 10 second scene ended, I went, next!
0: <laughs> yeah. And they'll we'll all start with, he's still not tied to a pole. <laughs> he's sitting on the ground. <laughs> so... Back in uh, Colorado, Pastor Sean arrives at... Does his mom even have a name? She probably does. I'm just going to call her mom. I just put mom every <laughs> yeah. time in Clayton's yeah. mom's house with flowers. And I, I want to make it very clear here that this scene enunciates to me that these people do not have a romantic relationship. Because he has these flowers. And she's like, what are these for? It's not my birthday. He's like, I don't know. Clayton's gone. I thought I'd come cheer you up. And she's like, cool. Let's go. You know, Come in and have some tea. So they, she knows him as the pastor. Well, we come to find out that he's known her, like he knew both of Clayton's parents before he was yeah. even born. But we don't, we don't know that. We don't know they know don't that tell yet. us anything.
2: Yeah.
0: And so maybe he's been pining for this woman for years and now she's a widow and so the door is open. wait a minute. I just had a thought.
2: <laughs>
3: was was pastor on the missions trip with his dad? That's a
0: good question. <laughs> and that's why
3: we don't Maybe know we know why his dad didn't come back now.
2: <laughs>
0: Your dad fell off a cliff. Well, I don't know. We were walking and I just looked away for a second.
1: Whoopsie doodle. See, far more interesting story.
0: <laughs> sure would be. Because this man is also possibly embezzling money from the church. We'll we'll get to that too. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> every character in this movie is more interesting than Clayton. Yes. So, yeah, but he's... so Okay, so he's doing a nice thing, whatever. I, I got zero romantic vibes from that scene whatsoever. In fact, Mom seemed... A surprise that he has come to her house with flowers, and and I don't know if it's just her being a bad actress, but she also seemed a little annoyed because <laughs> she's trying to like
1: rake the yard, rake the yard, and this yeah. guy shows up,
0: and she's like, "All right, I guess I'm done raking. We'll go have like I got to invite this guy in for tea now." But there's zero like, there, I don't see any sparks flying or chemistry. No. So what happens at the end of the movie is a genuine shock. <laughs> <laughs> Clayton, being Clayton, back at his pole. Won't stop praying, and this hoodlum, his kidnapper, is like, he has a real mad on about it. He's like, don't mention Jesus again. So, of course, Clayton does and gets (laughs) his, but he never gets like beat up. They like grab him by the hair and they're like, shut up now. These are like the nicest kidnappers.
1: They (laughs) really, considering they're apparently raping girls in the next room, they treat him real classy. Like, I mean, they're real kind to Clayton.
0: (laughs) If anybody had like some broken fingers coming, it's this guy. Yeah. But he keeps, yeah. He's like, it's fine what you're doing. Jesus loves you, anyways. And the guy's like, oh, you know, where was Jesus? I'd still be in the United States if Jesus loved me. Like, again, a more interesting story. (laughs) So this guy used to be in the United States. He speaks perfect English. He has no accent whatsoever. No. He's come to Mexico and become a hoodlum. And then at the end of the movie, he's like, I'm gonna go to where does he say Bolivia or something? Something like that. It's Like when we're done with this, I'm going, I'm going back to wherever. So he came from somewhere, went to the United States. Now he's in Mexico and he's going back. Tell me that guy's story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> More interest. And then he pulls from Clayton's pocket his cell phone. I know.
1: That blew my Which mind. you have left on his person? <laughs> For how long? That's
3: step one of kidnapping.
1: <laughs> I feel like
0: we faced this with a kidnapper in a movie before. Was it my it, stepdaughter? No, it was, uh... It was... Point of fear. Point of fear. Yes. Point Kidnappers fear. just leaving people yeah. with their cell phones in their pockets.
1: When he pulled that phone out of his pocket, I was like, he had that this whole time?
0: <laughs> and again, his hands are not tied with <coughs> shitty twine behind no. his back. Like They're he, tied in front of his back.
3: He well, grab
1: stuff later.
0: There's... Hey, Google, call mom.
3: Yeah.
1: Hey,
0: Google, call the police.
1: <laughs> so, it's Clayton's fault.
0: And his fingers aren't tied. He could have gotten that phone out of his pocket. Yeah. He's not... These crooks walk in and out of the room, so they're not, like, guarding He's not under-armed guard 24-7.
1: He's alone a lot. He's
0: alone a lot. (laughs) And you had a phone, doofus. (laughs) What are you doing?
1: God almighty.
3: I think their plan only got as close to succeeding as it did because he's a dumb weenie. (laughs)
0: Yes. There's a scene of Pastor and Mom praying for Clayton's safety, which does not work. (laughs) (laughs) Or... Pre- uh, preemptively has not worked because they don't know at this point that he's been kidnapped. They're yeah, like, but his
1: mom has that moment of, I feel like I should pray for him. Yeah, his mom has a
0: weird, like, psychic, which <laughs> that's not very Christian. There's maybe, a disturbance but... in the force. <laughs> yeah, as if a thousand weenies cried out at once. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, she's just like, I don't know, I feel I feel weird. I feel like he needs some guy, some watching over or something. Oh. So they're sitting out on the porch, drinking their tea and they have a little prayer for him, which again, has gone unanswered. Because you don't know it, but God has already let you down. <laughs> because prayers have the same 50-50 chance of being answered as wishing on a pet rock or something, whatever <laughs> your thing is. He hears, Clayton hears a girl. I would say being assaulted, not, I mean, we're led, to, we're led to know that the girl is being assaulted, but like that's not what he's hearing. He's hearing, you know, this girl, like, crying, right. you know, let me go. And the guy's like, you, shut up. I'm not going to let you go. You're mine now. And that's all we hear, because it's a Christian. But... <laughs> So he knows there are other people. He doesn't know that they're not even tied up. <laughs> 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 like, these are the worst kidnappers. You kidnap the wrong people. And when you do, like, these girls are just hanging out. They're doing their laundry for them. Like So they're also, like, work domestic slaves as well. Yeah. But they are, yeah. they are half the time not even being looked at. They're not tied up at all. And so it shouldn't be, because there's two girls we come to find out, and one of them fucks off to the into the desert, and we never see her again. Good for yeah. her. She got away.
3: Yeah, and there's actually a scene of one of the guys dragging one of the girls back to the, the farm and saying, she got away again. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then they take zero measures to stop it from happening again. No, again, like, again. go to your room. <laughs> <Yeah>. Naughty victim. <laughs> naughty. Daniel wakes up in his hotel room finds that Clayton is not there. So my assumption, I'm sure it was yours as well, is this is the next morning. Mm-hmm. Nope, cuz he calls Clayton's <laughs> mom and's like, "Hey, Clayton's missing. I haven't seen him in 3 days." 3 days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this
3: this film has no sense of time whatsoever. No. Like I I was saying, I was fooled by the title into thinking this covers like 7 days, but by the time you get to the end the story they tell, he has to have been there for at least a month. Yeah. At least.
0: I don't know, but it's, just, it's crazy to me that Clayton just now noticed. Like, I was on his side for a minute where it's like, oh, he didn't come back last night because he immediately is like, shit, where's Clayton? I gotta look, you know, is concerned for Clayton. But then I find out that, oh, you didn't see him the last two days either? You're not a very good friend.
3: And I love that he's he, like, stumbles out of the room and Jennifer is down the sidewalk like zombie stumbling yeah. to her room and he's like, hey, I can't find Clayton. And she just kind of goes. Uh, and, like, waves him off without even looking at him.
0: Doesn't care. So the kidnappers call Clayton's mom from Clayton's cell phone. And they're like, hey, we have your son. Do exactly what I say and don't bring anybody else. Or we'll kill him. We want $500,000. Hey, not worth it. <laughs> this kid. But that's I mean, That's a lot. Um, mom pushes. So she gets to the phone with them. She pushes two buttons on her phone and she is connected to her bank. Yeah. Like she literally, she goes, I watched her thumb. She goes like up as if she's unlocking it and then pushes a button and then she is on with customer service (laughs) to listen to her balance. You have your bank on speed dial and then there's no phone tree menu at all. It goes straight to your balance. Their number is
3: her lock screen.
0: (laughs) Where she finds out, oh, I don't have enough. I don't have $500,000. I only have $300,000. How? What? (laughs) Yeah. Like their house seems pretty nice.
3: The single mom who can only provide vegetables to eat yeah. has $300,000. Like, maybe I'm just
0: a piece of shit, but I've never had $300,000 in the bank. No. <laughs> no. Just sitting around.
1: And I'm pretty sure I would know I definitely don't have 500000
0: <laughs> That's That's the thing that kills me, is she has to check. And if
1: <laughs> Do I have
0: $500,000? Or am I just shy? I don't know. Maybe I have, like, $500,700. Maybe I have like 498000 I better check. You know if you have $500,000.
3: Oh, that's right. Last night I got on Amazon and spent
0: $200,000. $200, it was Prime Day. God damn it. The timing couldn't be worse. I needed that box set a little house in the prairie. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck these idiots watch.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, we see that we're back in Mexico. We see that this kidnap victim girl is not tied up at all. She does have purple magic marker bruises, though, which Clayton all's like, and then the exact same spot, the exact same shape on his arm and her arm, yeah, are these bruises that like so- someone just drew on? Yeah,
1: the makeup artist had a and, no, and one I know,
0: I know it for a fact because there's a scene later where Victoria, we watched Victoria literally wipe his bruise off <laughs> with a wet cloth. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> oh my God, Daniel's feeling guilty. Every time he goes to church, and he goes at least twice in the movie, he walks into the church looking for the pastor because he wants, he's feeling guilty. Because he's come back now from Mexico. Like, I just left him there. I couldn't find him. (laughs) But every time he walks into the church, Yuvia is just sitting in there.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, she She lives (laughs) in the church.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She's like the hunchback of Notre Dame. She just comes down every once in a while from the tower (laughs) to throw apples at people and go back up. But he walks in and is like, does the pastor here? And she's like, no he's like, oh, okay, and runs back out and leaves her there. But he's feeling guilty that Clayton has been kidnapped.
3: And I, I love the first scene where he's going through this because it's him and Jen and the other guy from the trip who's, I don't think we ever hear his name. Ben. Oh, Ben. It's ben and A- Jen. And he talks once, and it's in this scene. Yes. Yeah. And he's, he, he sounds like he came from the Tommy Wiseau school of <laughs> acting because like, she's like, well, I, I liked him better than you
0: did. And he goes, what do you mean? <laughs> Yeah, it's this great conversation Uh, where Daniel, is before they came back from Mexico, Daniel's feeling very bad that Clayton is missing. And he's like, I don't know, maybe we shouldn't have come or maybe we shouldn't have brought him again. Yeah, duh. (laughs) And then Jennifer's like, yeah, I liked him. And Ben's like, no, you didn't. (laughs) She's like, yeah, I liked him better than you. And then they're like, well, I don't know, maybe we should pray for him. That would make him happy, right? And that's before they come back from Mexico. Yeah. Mom is sitting in the living room with Pastor Sean, who's just hanging out all the time. Well, she's called him over. And she's like, look, I have a situation. I need some money. But I'm $200,000 short. And he's like, well, I don't have $2,000, but I know where I can get it. And then he walks out of the room, and we never explain where he got this money from. (laughs) Because the next thing we know, he's going to Mexico to deliver this ransom. Buddy, where'd you get $200,000 on a day's notice?
3: See, I question that because they never show him carrying a bag of money or anything. He's just going to Mexico. So I think I honestly think his plan was just to wander around Mexico until he ran into him
0: because that's what happens.
3: Well, that is what happens.
0: (laughs) You can't be thinking he's like Liam Neeson and he's going to go down there and rescue this kid from a drug cartel or whatever. But they
3: never show him with money. And they never mentioned a lot of things they never show. I brought this money, but thank God. Here you are.
0: But and... he states that he can get the money. Like, why right. would you? I mean, I guess it's a stupid question to say, the movie, why would you mention that if you're not going to pay it off? Because they do that all the time. But, but he says, like, I know where I can get $200,000. Right. But we don't know where he got $200,000. So either he was talking a bunch of mad game and then went to where he was going and was like, oh, shit, I can't get $200,000. I'm going to let this lady down. Or he went and got $200,000 from somewhere. So either he's breaking bad in a meth lab out in the <laughs> mountains somewhere. Or he maybe, did he burn the church down for insurance? How much does he want this lady that he's going to? What links is he going to to get this ransom money? <laughs> we'll never know. I love the next scene because it's his
3: mom decides she's just going to go to Mexico. And she's she packs her bag. She's leaving. She's standing in her driveway. And she's like, oh, I forgot my passport. And turns around and walk back in the house and just passes out. And she lays there with no one finding or seeing her. Until the pastor tries to call her, can't get her on the phone, and drives over there. She's laying in her driveway for God knows how long. No one walks by and sees a woman passed out in the driveway. Or drives by. And
1: (laughs) And her passing out is the most (laughs) awful acting. Yeah,
0: it's a very junior high
1: production of
0: whatever. (laughs) Oh, and I, I
3: loved the fact that when he's trying to call her, we, on his oh, coffee table, Tim the, the Tim
0: Tebow autobiography staring into the camera.
1: What was <laughs> yeah. that?
0: He is sitting in a study with bookshelves on the, bo- on the books, fill- filling bookshelves. And there's a couple books sitting on the coffee table, as they would be, stacked on top of each other. Right. But as if it were on display as the employee's choice at the <laughs> library, yes. is the Tim Tebow autobiography sitting there staring at you. And it's... <laughs>
1: It's the weirdest. Ooh, <laughs> like, like, what a
0: try-hard daddy look at me, like... Hey, Tintibo, we sent you a copy of our movie, and yeah. you might find one scene very interesting.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Ugh>. Ridiculous. <laughs> oh. You, you <laughs> I don't know what Yuvia's job is, but she likes hanging out at playgrounds watching kids play on the... Yeah. And she has a flashback while she's there, which I guess is in her mind, the reasons that she's fallen in love with Clayton, but to us, is just more proof of what an annoying piece of shit he is. Because her flashback of like, okay, her boyfriend, or, or boyfriend, her friend is missing, that she's in love with, has been kidnapped in Mexico, and the only thing that you can think of of him is that time we were at Bible study and everyone else in the Bible study was like, hey man, bring it down a notch. And he's like, no, 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 this is Bible study. This is what we're doing here. And Daniel's like, I just don't like that you threaten me with hell all the time. Like, can we just, like, be normal and, like, read the Bible? And he's like, no. And that's her flashback of, like, oh, I love him so much. <laughs> I love how everyone hates him but me. A girl yeah, The one girl escapes into the desert, just runs off. Then there's another Yuvi flashback of them. This is where she has multiple apples. They're sitting under this tree. I don't know when this takes place. It no. can't take place too far in the past. Because he just found out the day before he left for his trip that she wants to marry him, mm-hmm. and I guess we're not just friends. I thought we were, but they're sitting under this tree, and she's like, "I can't wait to marry you soon." And he's like, "Yeah, I'll probably be a pretty good husband." And then she starts chucking apples like she's pulling eight apples out of <laughs> her pocket to throw at him for no reason.
3: No, that I I will. That one is actually a dream sequence because he wakes up from that.
2: Oh
1: yeah.
3: He's dreaming about they're going. They're talking about they're going to get married, and oh. then she pelts him with apples.
0: Because <laughs> you know what, good catch. I was wondering why it wasn't tinted weird colors like the other flashbacks, but it isn't. Because that's yeah. a, that's his dream sequence. Yeah. What a sad dream. <laughs> <laughs> like you've been kidnapped and you like you should, all the freedom things you could be dreaming <laughs> of, and you're dreaming of this insane girl you know who throws apples at you and wants to marry you when you're only friends. Like, oh wow. He gets because he won't shut up. He's, he winds up getting clocked in the eye. And he has a purple magic marker, uh, yeah. black eye, which through the course of the movie will switch sides
3: a number of times. <laughs> and it happens because he is being a conscientious guy and tells them they shouldn't drink so much because he's looking out for their well-being. Yeah. And he, he tells the one guy, Victor, I think his name is, the main yeah. scumbag, that you're you're a good person with a good heart, I can tell. Where are you getting that? <laughs> He's got women in the other room that he and his friend are raping. He kidnapped you. He's threatened your life several times. He's extorting your mom for money. And nothing happens in the course of the film after this to redeem the guy. Where is he getting this? You have a
0: good heart. Crap. Well, because that's the thing. is like everybody can be saved if <laughs> yeah. I just annoy them enough. But <laughs> no, some people can't be saved. <laughs> like I think this guy is maybe past his expiration date on that. But yeah, he
3: pesters them until they knock him unconscious.
0: Yeah, he, he catches he catches hands and has a, a black eye. that Yeah, especially later when they're running through the desert, you can clearly see it. Depending on if it's close up or a, or a wide shot, it goes from his left eye to his right eye and back. Which seems like a really easy thing to not mess up because it's magic marker. How are you even getting it off and back on again? Yeah. Yeah, Pastor Sean, who found Mom passed out, she's like, I gotta go to Mexico. And he's like, no, no, you're going to the hospital because you have unknown health problem. (laughs) I guess stress. So you're going to the hospital. I will go to Mexico. So again, presumably, I assume he is bringing $500,000 to Mexico. Otherwise, why are you going? Mexico's a big place. (laughs) Especially if you're just going and hanging around in town. The kidnappers don't have him in town. That would be dumb. Even dumber than what they're already doing. (laughs) sleep prayer? What does that mean? Oh, his mom, who is, I guess, yeah. home from the hospital already. She's in bed. And she's got her Bible out. And she's praying to God, literally saying, like, God, put put those bad men to sleep for Clayton's sake. And then we cut to they're passed out drunk. Well, no.
3: The, the funny part about it is, is in the scene right before she starts praying, you see Clayton tied up on the floor. And the guys are already passed out in the barn with him, the main guy and his first lieutenant or whatever. So... The prayer is a coincidence, because well, they're already as all unconscious <laughs> when she starts praying. Yeah, it's God's like, So I don't know if that's lady. bad editing or just bad storytelling.
0: I don't yes. know. <laughs> pick, pick one.
1: But here again, the mom is somehow magical, because she could sense that Clayton was in trouble after he was already in trouble, and then somehow her magic prayer puts them to sleep. After they were already asleep. Yeah, a
0: magic a magic prayer called so. Dos Equis.
2: <laughs>
0: That's a 12-pack. And because they're passed out, and because Clayton somehow cannot free himself, Victoria, this other kidnapped girl who didn't have the wherewithal to run into the desert yet, who is just free to wander around the compound, walks in, unties his feet, unties his hands for him, and they run off into the desert together. But I mean, the speed with which she frees him. He could have done... 875 times by. Mm-hmm. In fact, you you look over there, all of your guards are asleep and he's not tra- even trying to free himself. He's just sitting there resign like at this point in his head is he like I'm going to save these guys.
2: <laughs> I think so.
0: I could leave now? He's he's playing the long game hang now. <laughs> he's <laughs> Yeah. And
3: I also thought it was a great bit of lazy writing that their kidnapper's name is Victor and his kidnapped sex slave girl is named Victoria. Yeah.
2: Yeah, well,
0: I mean, they're probably pretty common names, but yeah, you should. Especially when you've straight up made up a name like Yuvia, you can do better. Like, give Victoria a different name or give Victor a different name. I don't know. And the The, sleeping... the place that they're going is called Victor, Victor, Victoria too. Yeah, Because when Daniel no. comes back to Mexico, he asks the guys, like, where's Victoria at? And they're like, oh, that way.
3: See, I thought that was just him being crappy at Spanish and communication <laughs> in general. Because he, like, walks up to a uh, somebody and he's like la victoria i thought he was asking for the victoria like there's no other victoria anywhere in mexico
0: you know that girl that i don't know right <laughs> no it's like a town called victoria so victoria lives in, in the Vi- town of victoria, victoria <laughs> and was kidnapped by a man named Vic- like
3: come on and the magic spell didn't work very well because they the Kidnappers are awake again in, like, 30 seconds yeah. and chasing them. They're
1: literally
2: right a, behind them. They're, yeah. They're <laughs> well, they are They can hear leaving, them yelling
0: behind them. As they're leaving, they step on an empty water bottle and it makes a big crunch noise. And they're like, oh, jeez. But the kidnappers don't wake up. So yeah. they're like, Whoo, okay. And they run off into the desert and are immediately being fu- like, Yeah. <laughs> so five seconds later, they woke up and knew immediately what direction they went to run after them. They find, they come across... A dead girl in this little sort of gully as they're running away in the desert. I,
3: I think it's it's the other, like, girlfriend, isn't it? The other kidnapped that victim that ran away.
2: They ran away. Oh, so maybe it, they yeah, caught I thought her she was that. wearing the yeah, same clothes.
1: Probably.
0: Yeah, I think it was her. So maybe there is no escape. <laughs> <laughs> but now the crooks get in a fight with each other for reasons that I... Why did they start fighting? G- they're they just, just drunk start, and ornery? They just <laughs> start
3: accusing each other of being stupid, and this is a dumb plan, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And Victor shoots the other guy. And this happens while we get like a cut back and forth voiceover thing of his mom praying
0: to God to to protect him. So there's three prayers happening simultaneously.
2: Because yeah. yeah. Julia oh,
3: yeah. is
0: praying in the church yes. that she lives in, his mom is praying, and Clayton is converting Victoria in the middle of like you're being stalked yes. by kidnappers right now who are And you have a horrible hiding. Within place. earshot of you. <laughs> They're gonna find you any second, and instead of running more or getting a big stick to hit them with or something so you're doing You're the taking the time to like prayer. Right. It'll be okay, Victoria, just accept Jesus like me in case we die.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, it'd suck if you went to hell and I didn't. I think it was basically yeah,
3: we're gonna die. So let I wanna save your soul right now.
1: Yeah. Well it's Clayton, so yeah.
0: Yeah. He shoots this guy three times and there is
1: No blood.
0: Zero blood. No yeah, no wounds at all. Anywhere, no
3: holes in the shirt. Okay, it's
0: a Christian movie. Whatever you're not. Yeah. But in a second, he's gonna get bit by a rattlesnake, and when he touches the bite, he has blood all over his fingers. Yeah. (laughs) That draws blood, but three bullets, not not so much. I love that
3: that this whole time he's been kidnapped. Clay is trying to save these guys, and I'm gonna you know bring them around, convert them. But God's protection is one guy gets shot to death, the other guy gets bit by a rattlesnake.
0: Yeah, because Mom and Nuvia are like, you know, oh, send angels to watch over him. And I guess the connection was bad because God heard Rattlesnake. Because <laughs> a rattlesnake bites Victor and he wanders off poison to death and falls over and dies. <sighs> At which point, Clayton and Victoria find a mass grave of
2: dead girls. Yeah.
0: Like seven or eight of them yes. land there. Which was a really dark, just sudden place for it to go. Which is like that you're going to show us, but you're not going to show, like, but bullet holes and, like, bullet wounds are too much for you. Like, And this is
1: where I thought the movie was going to end. Oh, no. But then it just (laughs) kept going. It
3: continues for (sighs) three and a half more pages of
1: notes.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So, Clayton and Victoria. Yeah, no, I actually made a note there. There's still
0: 23 minutes (laughs)
2: left.
0: They get to, I guess, the closest road and come across a guy with a burrow. Burrow. And uh, he's nice enough to give them a ride on it, which is cool. So they ride to back to where Victoria is from. And she's reunited with her family. It goes into slow-mo for no reason. <laughs> yeah. And then we have, yeah, so Clayton's just hanging around with her and her family who are like, I mean, naturally they welcome him in because like, oh, you helped. Well, you did not help rescue our daughter. She rescued your <laughs> ass, by the way. She should come to your house and live rent-free and eat, eat your food because you did nothing. Yeah, and here we have, like, they're sitting there, and he's got the bruise on his arm, and we watch her literally wipe it, and it gets lighter and lighter and lighter (laughs) as she wipes this magic marker off this man's arm. That's not how that works.
3: And I laughed so hard at the next scene, because he he spends the night in there, it's like a little shack that they all share together, and the, like, ceiling's dripping because it's raining, and he looks so much more miserable spending the night with these people in this little drippy shack than he did the entire time he was kidnapped. (sighs) He's like pouting. He's like, You almost died.
0: So what? The roof leaks. Yeah. (laughs) All these stupid pores. (laughs) Why can't they? Also, he's sleeping. He's using his tennis shoes as a pillow. And then when he wakes up in the morning, his shoes are nowhere to be seen. Yeah. And he's he's on like a brown hoodie as a pillow. What? You woke up in the middle? You sleep, put your shoes on in the middle (laughs) of the night? Like, what
2: happened?
3: Well, and they, they go very far to let us know that this is a very poor place like no like their adults are collecting bottles for to turn in
0: they are condescendingly poor
3: <laughs> <laughs> but in the next scene when they're all sitting around eating dinner in his in her house like just like watching tv or watching something and shoveling food in they're all wearing like really nice clothes like w- like really nice
0: clothes not
3: collecting bottles to get by clothes
0: <laughs> I mean who knows I don't um so he's He's, gonna, he's like, okay, it's been cool hanging out with you, but I got to get to Las Palomas. I got to get back to Las Palomas and get to a phone because none of you people have a phone. And I didn't think to grab mine from the dead kidnappers. So he asks someone. So he borrows the burrow again or somebody's burrow or a bigger donkey, whatever. And he's like, hey, how far is it to Palomas? And they're like, oh, seven hours. Which means what they mean is seven hours driving. right, In a car. I don't want to know like I don't know what the conversion rate from pickup truck to burro is but it's more than 7 hours so he rode this donkey with no supplies and no water through the desert for 20 hours 48 hours I don't know even 7 hours seems like a long time and for someone desert. to
3: just give him their donkey to ride that far away like
0: Well it seems like you are going to get your donkey back someone in yeah. this, someone in their village who was like Oh, it's the guy who came in with Victoria. Like let's help him out cuz he brings we see we very much see him later return the donkey to this <laughs> Which man.
3: I also had to laugh at because they're driving a pickup truck with the arm out the door holding on to the donkey's like lead. like lead. They had to have been going like 5 miles an hour the entire
0: time. Yeah. <laughs> Put the donkey in the it's a pickup <laughs> truck. Yeah. Why, That's but... why you have a flatbed. Put the donkey in the truck <laughs> instead of driving your car. Yeah, at five miles an hour so you're keeping donkey pace. <laughs> god, this movie is stupid. So he gets to La Palomas and wanders into the exact restaurant that Pastor Sean just happens to be having lunch at or the f- something. The first restaurant he comes across. It's insane. And their
3: meeting is ridiculous too, because it's not like, Oh my god, Clayton, come in and hugs him. He just walks up, and he's like, Hey Clayton, I've been lo- I was looking for you and he's like, Oh, can I borrow your phone and call my mom? Like like he had been Away for the weekend at a friend's house.
0: <laughs> yeah, not. I drove all the way to Mexico with half a million dollars worth of some kind of money. Because, we're not going to talk about it. Because you were kidnapped by human traffickers and could have died. But yeah, he wanders into this restaurant and he goes to the upstairs part of it. And Pastor Sean is just standing there. <laughs> yeah. this is, Oh, hey, you. It's you. <laughs> oh, I didn't see you there. <sighs> it's ludicrous. Daniel goes back to the church. Yubi is still just sitting there. <laughs> He's looking for a pastor again. Can't find him. Like at this point, Daniel, there's no reason for Daniel to be in this movie anymore. There's no. zero reason for us to be cutting away to Daniel coming to the church, not finding who he's looking for, and leaving the church again. Well, if I could argue, there's no reason for us to be in this movie anymore. <laughs> but <laughs> right. But I mean, here's the thing: at an hour and eighteen minutes, if you cut out even things that even like resemble a useless scene, this movie is eighteen minutes. <laughs> You can forget the hour part, <laughs> but we're we're getting to the end finally. Yeah, so Daniel decides he's gonna go to Mexico as well because Yuvia tells him that Pastor Sean went to look for. I actually
3: Clayton. laughed at that scene. Like I, it felt like it was meant to be funny because like she's like, "Oh, he went to Mexico," and he runs out of the <laughs> church at full tilt. <laughs> like I was expecting that that was meant to be a laugh. The well, way I he don't did think
0: it. So at all. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, there's no purposeful laugh. Like, there's zero
1: Comedy. humor in no. this movie
0: at oh. all that's purposeful. But I guess Daniel finds them somehow with no clue, because we see him asking directions to La Victoria, and then the next time we see him, he's just walking up next to where yeah. Pastor Sean and Clayton are standing, and they're like, oh, hey, Daniel's here. <laughs> like, Do you think Mexico is just like the mall parking lot and you if you wander around long enough you will find the person you're looking for
3: that's how it works in this movie yeah it really is cuz like when they got back to Victoria's village they're just walking down the street and happen upon her
0: parents they're just walking down the sidewalk and they're like oh Victoria mama <laughs> victoria but that's at least you've come back to the town where your parents live you have a pin on the map at least but like and then all the daniel has pastor. to go on is well this is the town we were in when he got kidnapped i guess so He's probably still there right uh, uh. like what well and i i love the scene
3: where he calls to tell his mom you know i'm okay and again it's just a very casual oh i'm so glad you're okay and then she's talking to olivia and they're like
2: uh, excuse me uh,
3: olivia. <laughs> <laughs> and again like she said there's an apple sitting on the table which i yes. love yes. and she's like she says something about how oh, i wish i had gone to mexico and her mom was like, no, it's okay, sweetie. And I'm, at this point, I'm thinking, okay, Pastor Sean went down to Mexico, and you sat here on the porch with your phone, drinking tea, with no real urgency. Like, there's no sign that she ever contacted the authorities no. in any way.
0: Well, she was told not to, but she was also not told not to bring anyone else, and she <laughs> sends Pastor
3: Sean. Sent
1: someone completely different.
0: <laughs> who
1: may or may
3: not but have the money. Seen, she doesn't seem worried. At all, really? Like she tells you that she was worried, but
0: her acting does not convey yeah. it at all. Which, yeah, it's probably the acting. It could be just like, well, God will provide, or it's part of His plan, whatever. If my kid, if I get if my if I go to the mailbox tomorrow, and my kid's head's in a box. <laughs> well, that's she was what probably, God wanted.
3: She was pretty relaxed because the day before she had prayed, so she was like, "Well, I, I yeah, did she my did part. call in the angel airstrike,
2: so <laughs> everything it's all going to be, be, be okay. good now."
0: So Clayton has decided. I love this little town. I'm going to come back here and I'm going to build a church. Because that's what these people need. These well, no, I think he, said, he said
3: school, I think.
0: He said school and church. Oh, he did. And he okay. points to an exact spot and is like, that's okay. why I'm building a church. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. School, sure. Everyone needs education. Yeah.
3: Well, no, he didn't even say I'm going to come back. He says I'm not going to leave. Like, the pastor's like, when are you going to go home? He's like, I don't know. I've got work to do here. <laughs> no, you don't. You just escaped horrible death and kidnapping. Go home.
0: Absolutely. You don't home. hang
3: around. This is the site of the most traumatic experience of your life. Go the hell home.
0: I I assumed he meant I'm going to go home, gather myself and a crew and some resources and come back and build these things. But if you're saying his plan is to not leave until he's done it, how? (laughs) You don't have any money unless Pastor Sean brought $500,000 of your mom's money and maybe the mob's money, wherever the hell this extra money came from, and you're going to use that to build a church? Yeah, no, the and way now your did, mom's just broke? The way
3: he said it was, I'm going to stick around and build a school and a church.
0: You have no discernible skills. <laughs> you cannot build a church. A <laughs> school or a school. Like, no. There's things these people need. You can't lift a hammer. But, like all good Christians, I'm going to give these people some food if they wow. listen to me preach for a little while. Yeah. But everybody, let's talk about Jesus. And then, by the way, I have some food for you. Which means... Hold these five eggs. <laughs> yes, he says food, and then he passes out
3: eggs, raw eggs. There's a
0: van the... backed up to the street, and people in line to come up to it. And when they get there, someone hands, literally hands them five loose eggs. <laughs> like now, walk home and don't drop them. Well, and
3: this is another example. A bag? Nope. I'm pretty sure that no one in that scene except for him and the girl and dave or daniel. daniel were actors i think they gathered a group of people to listen to a ministry mm-hmm. and then get eggs
1: and probably couldn't speak
3: could english and filmed it that, that for their be. stupid movie
1: yeah, i really don't think they could speak english
3: <laughs> no cuz she was translating for yeah. him he's sitting there shouting and she's translating everything he's saying and i don't know spanish but she might have been saying something totally different
1: yeah i don't
0: No, she probably was. She probably was.
3: But
1: But, when they first show the back of the van, I was like, oh, man, he got them all pizza. (laughs) This is so nice. And then they showed up close and they started eating them eggs. And I'm like, that's so disappointing. (laughs) Like,
2: look, food
1: is
0: food if you're starving, right? (laughs) But Jesus Christ. (laughs) cook the eggs. Make him some omelets. I don't care. Well, you don't know how far away they live. It might be a two-mile walk back to their right. hut, and you just handed them five uncooked eggs they have to trundle through the desert with. What is wrong with you? you just given them something to carry.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: thanks. Me and my seven kids will love this five-egg omelet I'm going to make if I don't drop any on the way home.
1: And that's if they have I mean I mean they can make a fire but
3: and maybe I'm being cynical but I because they do like a call and response thing where the, he says something and they have to say it back it's like yeah. a it's like a sinner's prayer right where they have they're repenting and accepting God and I I just have this horrible feeling that the filmmakers are like we'll give you these eggs if you say this prayer and accept
0: God in your right. heart and, oh it, because that it yeah, turns that's my stomach. How a lot of mission work yes works. And it's despicable. And if they did that, like literally did it in IRL for the making of this movie, that's despicable too. I'm we don't know sure that that's for sure. What happened. <laughs> but it's quite possible. Oh, these people. While this is happening, or right before, there's this dude named Angel in the crowd who's like, oh, yeah. hey man, you stole my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Clayton's like, what the fuck is this guy? And Angel. Oh, Clayton. I've never, there's been a number of times I want to punch Clayton. Here's number one. 'Cause Angel comes over or Victoria comes over and she's like, I'm not like, I'm not belong to you. We're not going out. And Clayton says to her, Hey man, he really loves you. It's none of your fucking business, Clayton, if she doesn't want to go out with this guy. And you met him
3: three seconds ago. Yeah. You don't know that, that he might loves be her. Boyfriend.
0: <laughs> you don't know. Whether it is or not, he's not like harassing her. And you're not standing up for her and like, you know, this guy's harassing her. She just told him, like, I don't love you, I'm not with you and he's like, Whoa. whoa, whoa you love that guy like that guy loves you though you should love him because he loves you right this fucking guy
1: well there because there was that whole weird scene where like she was like oh well i love you clayton like in her room yeah and he was like oh well, no 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 he's like no. not like that he's
0: like no
3: i got some crazy go chick Angel. waiting for me like at he... home
1: which
0: not for nothing i would stay in mexico and go out with this girl because she's pretty
1: and seems a she lot more nice. sane than... Yeah. She doesn't she, throw apples at me. She's, she's def- at She has to throw apple.
0: apple one at me. <laughs> <laughs> she saved my ass from kidnappers. What has Yuvia ever done for me? Yeah, yeah just, just shut up and give them the food. <laughs> and I mean real, real food. <laughs> Not five loose eggs. I cannot get over it. I cannot get over the five loose eggs. <sighs> it's shocking that they weren't pe- pummeled with these eggs. <laughs> like, oh, God. Yeah, he turns Victoria down because she is, for unknown reasons, fallen for him in the days that he's been <laughs> staying and sleeping on her floor. And
2: Pastor Sean's is
0: cool to just hang out here, too.
2: Yeah. And
1: yeah, no one has any commitments in this movie. And,
3: and this is another example of the, what I was saying about how there's no sense of time. Because, yeah, we then move to a scene where he's talking to Pastor Sean and he's got no cuts, no bruises. And he's talking like maybe his work is just about done. He's like, he's like you know, I'm going to stay here and back you up and help you with this. And when, when we get back, I'm going to ask your mom to marry me.
0: <laughs> you, you can't see it because this is a, a audio medium. But my eyes just rolled back so far in my head that I saw what I ate for lunch today. Yeah, they're sitting there. Well, because Pastor Sean has been like just hanging out of Victoria's house with... Clayton. Yeah.
1: Her poor parents, man. God.
0: (laughs) Who are very sweet. And they're like, oh, another white stranger? Cool. Give them some food. (laughs) You have, presumably, $500,000 in your car. Get a hotel room, motherfucker. (laughs) Don't burden these poor people anymore. In fact, get a hotel room for all of them so they can enjoy the pool for the weekend.
2: Yeah.
0: Everyone loves a swimming pool.
3: Yeah, you got all that ransom money you don't need anymore. Buy buy him some pizzas. Sure well, did. I got to pay back
0: Fat Tony oh. or he's going to bust my knees. Well, they, they did buy
3: $500,000 worth of loose eggs. Yeah. Yes. So.
0: <laughs> Mexico has no more eggs. <laughs> God, yeah, and Pastor Sean is like, hey, Clayton, I want to ask you something. Clayton's like, yeah, Pastor Sean? And gave me ten guesses what the next line out of Pastor Sean's mouth would would have been. With a gun to my head. Wouldn't have picked this one. He says... I'm gonna ask your mom to marry me. And Clayton says, Yeah. I what's the word? I'd I really like that. I, I uh give my blessing or oh, whatever. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> you brought this woman unexpected flowers less than a week ago. Or maybe You have not been movie. out on a date.
3: Mm-hmm. All right. You sip some tea together. You made sure she got to the hospital after she quickly right. passed out.
0: Unless come in for tea is some kind of weird Christian code I don't know about, <laughs> and they were banging it out on the pool table, I don't get it. You don't get to just... I ha- I've had pretty cool conversation with your mom the last couple days, <laughs> and now we're going to get married. <laughs> what? We have seen none of that. No. We have seen no romantic anything. We haven't even seen... Them making, like, goo-goo eyes at each no. other. They've been just praying together, and that's it. But just like Yuvia, this <laughs> idea has just fluttered into your head that, like, well, I guess we're getting married now, because that's what we do. Well,
3: yeah, and the next scene is equally ridiculous on the same vein, because the very next scene is him pulling his phone out of his pocket, <laughs> calling her, and she's sitting in the church again. Of course. Yeah. And he's like, hey, by the way, I love you, and hangs up. That's, like, their entire conversation. She's like, "He's like, hey, oh,
0: hey, I love you. Bye. And that's the end of the movie. Yeah, roll credits. <laughs> like, it took being kidnapped for me to realize that so you're right, we're more that... than just friends. But so, maybe when I come back, we could go on a fucking date. <laughs> we'll double date with Mom and Pastor Sean, because they haven't been on a date either. And then next weekend, we'll all get married. What the fuck is wrong with these people? I'm spiking the mic, and I don't care. <laughs> It's insane. It's insane how these people relate to each other. Yeah. Two consecutive stacked scenes of
3: the most ridiculous idea of romance you've ever heard of.
1: And then the movie ends with... And you know, that's how it ends. The prayer. Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, oh.
1: they got to slip that in there. Yeah,
0: before the credit, don't tell me you wrote it down. There's, <laughs> I don't even want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. It's some stupid prayer. I didn't write the prayer. Okay. I just wrote... Yeah, if you're... If you're watching this movie and you need Jesus, say this prayer. Yeah. Blah blah blah. It's We're like a magic a, spell a black screen. We don't believe in witchcraft, but say this prayer. magic spell. <laughs>
1: yeah. My my final note was it left me saying oh Jesus, but not in the way they intended. <laughs> yeah, not in a
3: sexy way at all. I was praying for Death. Yeah. Sweet release. I just longest one hundred and eighteen minutes of my yeah. life.
1: But see, that's the thing is. No,
0: not one hundred eighteen minutes. An hour. And
1: an hour. An hour. Hour and eighteen
0: minutes.
3: <laughs> you
1: oh shut your Lord. dirty mouth. <laughs> one hundred eighteen
0: minutes will kill you.
1: But it's like growing up in the church and in youth group. This is this is a the movie they would have shown us in youth group. A hundred percent. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, if they weren't showing you something to like scare you. Yeah. Like well,
1: but this would have been to scare us. And Away from yeah, drunk don't, driving don't, and, and partying in Mexico. And don't
3: go to Mexico because you will be kidnapped.
1: Because and
3: then God will have yeah. to kill
0: two guys to rescue you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Avoid and... brown
0: people. <laughs> step, <laughs> step one. Avoid <coughs> avoid brown liquids. <laughs> Just brown in general. God's not so hot about.
1: Yeah, and like the whole dating culture, like yeah, now it seems absolutely nuts. But that's what they pushed in youth group, man. Like the. Oh, you don't have to date. You don't have to do that. You can just, like, find someone and be like, oh, yeah, we'll get married one day.
0: Well, and that's the problem that comes from the we can't have sex till we get married mm-hmm. That's the number one bad issue stemming from that is, like, God, I'm so horny. I guess we have to get married. Like, yes. <laughs> I've known you for a week, but we need to fuck. So let's get married. <laughs> and then that's the rest of your life. Unless yeah. you get a dev- Like, you know? But you can't get it. Well,
1: Because <laughs> that's a same, too.
0: So... It's bad stuff. It's a bad movie. Yeah.
2: yeah. I'm
0: trying to think of as far as the six Christian movies go. I think just from like a production standpoint-wise, well, you said you didn't actually make it through Kindness Matters. You I You couldn't do it. I didn't. Because <laughs> it was too cheap. Yeah. I feel that is a far superior movie to this one. Well, I, I had to finish this one because <laughs> I was on this episode. <laughs> but in that... It's, it was rough. It's harmless. It's dumb, but it's harmless and cute, whereas right. this is... Yeah. ludicrous at every angle incredibly cheap a yeah. bad not as bad a message as say saving grace had <laughs> or grace unplugged had <laughs> which are truly reprehensible messages but
3: this is still yeah well and from a technical standpoint it was just horrible my my ending note here was the editing gave me the impression that the movie was filmed 30 seconds at a time on an iphone that had half a byte of memory and was in a chronically dying battery Because they couldn't, it seemed like they couldn't film for more than thirty seconds.
0: It's like it was made for Quibi, and then they edited. (laughs) (laughs) But but it's a TikTok movie, the kind, yeah.
1: (laughs) But yeah, it's like you could tell. It seemed like they had two cameras, and you could tell when they switched between the two cameras. Because one was like higher quality, and then one was like a camcorder, like I use to film YouTube videos. Like, and you could tell when they switched. Like, it was, yeah. yeah it's like, Ooh. we gotta
0: shoot this ballpark scene, but Gary's sick today, and he's the one, <laughs> he, had, he has the actual camera, so I guess we're filming on my iPhone today. Yeah. And that's why Liv isn't even in the shot when she throws the apple at him. <laughs> just, yeah. the, this phantom girl who just appears and throws apples at you <laughs> and then confesses her love. Like We should all be so lucky.
1: Okay, bye. Who I, I mean, beautiful girl. Me yeah. Oh, I was trying Fucked to in the head. <laughs> look up like people from the movie. Good luck. Doesn't even make it on the cast list no. on IMDb. She's not on there. Not
3: listed on the IMDb. And one thing I did notice on IMDb is I, not only is the main star also the screenwriter, but the no, director. No, no, a woman. Yeah, um, someone else wrote it. Sun we... Hui yeah. East oh, or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, like an Asian no, you're right. woman. But wrote the it. The, the guy, guy that directed, directed this, yeah, he's done a bunch of. Oh, yeah, but yeah. the writer of this also wrote, like, four other movies
2: the, starring this yeah. guy.
0: It's a real racket, these people <laughs> got. It's a real racket. Anyway, that is seven days away. Oof. And felt like that's how long it took to watch <laughs> it. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how this uh, stacks up when we... Um, I suppose I can announce it right now. It's not a big deal. I'm planning some... This is episode 41, so we got a little while yet. But I'm planning some... Cool and fun things for episode 50. As stated on episode 25, every 25 episodes I'm going to do a full-length commentary, so episode 50 will be one of those. I'm also commissioning a cool artist to do for real cover art for the show rather than the (laughs) clip art bullshit I have now. And Chris and I are going to do, as the only other person I know who's actually watched every movie I've watched for this show, whether he was on the episode or not, except for I guess the last half of Kindness Matters, we're going to rank the fifty. We're gonna figure out. Oh, <laughs>
3: I'm gonna have to go watch Grace Unplugged, aren't I? Oh, you didn't Ooh. watch that one either. No, because when you watched oh, it, I didn't have HBO
0: Max. Well, now you do. <sighs> Sucks be you. Have fun. You, I watched it twice. You can watch it once. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's something to kind of look forward to. We'll uh, see if we can. I, th- I feel like the top five is gonna be easy to figure out, and the bottom five is gonna be figure easy to figure out. <laughs> And that 40 in the middle is going to be, who knows? (laughs) Honest to God, I I
3: think I already know what my number one's going to be.
0: Well, we'll save it. it. No, I'm not
3: going to save it. (laughs) Without doing the research, I'm pretty sure I know what
0: it's going to be. It is time to press the magic button and find out what next week's movie, chosen completely at random from everything streaming, will be. Pressing the button now. Next week's movie is Shocking Dark. It is on Tubi. Looks to be some kind of sci-fi horror movie. What year is this? 1989.
1: Ooh, the year of Shannon. (laughs)
2: The
0: year of Shannon. Shocking Dark on Tubi for 1989. That is your homework for next week, should you choose to accept it. I would like to thank Chris Lambert for his continued support and appearances (laughs) and the ruination of his eyeballs with (laughs) help me out watching bad movies that he never would have watched anyways. I don't love the movies, but I love doing the podcast, so it's worth it. That's the spirit. And thank you to Shannon Lambert, who... Oh, that's not even last name. (laughs) (laughs) See, okay, hold on. This is what a terrible brother I Because there's such an age difference. How old were you when I moved out?
1: Six. Yeah,
0: she was six years old when I was 17 and moved out of the house. So we, you know, spent a lot of time (gasps) apart. So we don't have the sort of the tight relationship that... I think we both wish we had. We okay. don't see each other terribly often. Yeah. And I'm the on-assholes like, oh, I haven't seen you in a couple of years. When you come to my house to see the new baby, you should be on my podcast because you have nothing better to fucking do. <laughs> but, yeah, that's not your last name anymore at all. Tell them no. your actual last name. Klingman. I said, yeah, I didn't say the beginning, did I? I, just I think you just Shannon. said Shannon. Yeah, okay, you yeah. just said
1: Shannon. Jesus. I'm the yes.
0: <laughs> Shannon Klingman, who is, where can people find you on
2: Twitter and Instagram um, and things like that?
1: Instagram, Gilda Griffin, and uh, YouTube uh, Tonks1989. I don't do Twitter, so yeah. All
3: right. You can pimp your YouTube channel if you want. Huh.
1: Well, <laughs> Tonks1989. That's where you find me.
0: <laughs> Lots of Harry Potter business, I assume.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
0: And you, sir? Uh, I am uh, on
3: Twitter. I am at nerd underscore shirt. I have Project nerd shirt on Facebook and Instagram. I do also have a YouTube channel by the same name, but I haven't used it in like a year. But go check it out, because there's some okay stuff on
0: there. And I am at HeathLambert78 on Twitter, HeathLambert98 on Instagram, but that's not even like my newborn daughter has like hijacked it. And it's just pictures of her, and she's writing all the captions, and I have no control over it anymore, so I don't know if that's your jam or not. Uh, email for the show, that's so random pod at gmail.com. If you have questions, concerns, I have answers. And... Also concerns. Oh, the show's on Twitter, too. That's so random. P2. I get rate reviews. I never say rate, reviews. subscribe, all that stuff, because I don't really care. (laughs) It's not like I'm making money off of this, but I mean, you can if you want. It's great. And that will do it. What a professional fucking show I have.
2: (laughs) I can't even believe it.
0: Anyways, I'm going to edit that out, probably. Or maybe not. That'll do it for this week from myself and Chris and Shannon. See you next week.